Hi, I'm Kendra Dean, the founder of VK Credit Repair. I've been in business for 15 years, and this is my purpose and my passion. Most of my clients are just regular people who think they cannot afford my services. I am here to really help educate you and give you knowledge. My motto is, if you know better, you will do better. You can find me on Instagram at Unlimited Credit 850 or my phone number, 323-817-8403, where my motto is, you make the first move, I'll make the next move. I will help you level up and change your livelihood. Once again, you can find me on Instagram, Unlimited Credit 850 or 323-817-8403. Do not be afraid of a free consultation. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you are in the zone, baby. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you're listening to In the Zone, and this is the network, the A-Train, Arlington Lane. With our St. Louis Surge end of the season recap, alongside with me is the living legend, Palmer Alexander III. And it goes one L and kill, but... Kill, still kill. All right. Uh, very disappointed with the, uh, the outcome of the championship game. But all in all, a great season by the St. Louis Surge. They finished 9 and three. Uh, usually we would have Ashley right with us. She is on assignment. Uh, but Palmer, still a great season this year. Yeah, it, it was. And it was great being, being you know, a part of, of the whole process and watching this team grow. I mean, I didn't know what I was going to see out of this basketball team this year. A lot, a couple of players that, that I've grown accustomed to seeing I uh, wasn't there you know players like uh, you know, Leah uh, Cotton for example you know wasn't around so I was kind of wondering how that was going to kind of play out and Brittany Carter uh, filled, filled that role and she was she was just so phenomenal uh, this season very sensational you know with her play you know I didn't know what to expect when you know she came into the mix and at the start of the season, Kalia had actually told us that Kalia Collier, the owner that is, told us that this was probably the strongest surge team she's ever had. And it was the tightest and, and strongest schedule that she ever made. And it's it was true to uh, with the record that they had. Yeah, and, and it was. And you could just see the level of competition improving in the league. And it was, um, you know, the... They opened with the Flyers, and, you know, that game, to me, they won that game, but to me that game was a letdown to me because just the, just the Flyers, just the way that they performed, just was expected a little bit more. Uh, the game against the Monarchs was a great game. I mean, they had lost, that was their, I think they were their first loss of the, no, their second loss of the season yep. to Atlanta. And even before that game, and I was talking with Tony Condra, and Rebecca, and both of them said that we expect to see them in the finals. 
and and they and they ended up uh, matched up in the final. But they were just a they was a great game. Uh, the Georgia Stampede that was a great game, uh, despite that it was a blowout when the game was over. But I mean, Lynette Holmes, thirty nine points. I mean, I. I can't remember seeing a visiting player have that type of a game against the surge. It was just you just couldn't do nothing with her. And then you know the the, the Toledo game was was a good game. It took them a while to pull away from them. Uh, Toledo had a short bench, which made it even a little bit more strange. It took them yep. long to dispatch exactly. them. And the Music City Icons and and to me, I thought that was. Uh, Tony Condra's best coach game because Music City didn't have a deep team. They were undersized, but they played. They played hard, but Tony refused to allow his team to get into any bad habits where there's bad possessions, uh, taking possessions off on defense and stuff like that. And so, the, you know, the appreciation. The appreciation level for Tony Condry grew even more uh, in, in a game like that when, when they played against a team that was one of shorthanded and it was undersized. Even in that game against the Music City Icons, I think they won by like over 60 points. Uh, as a matter of fact, the final score was 123-44. The big thing about that was, one, it was a Sunday game, and two, it was probably the biggest crowd that we had seen at a surge game. They were packed in, and they were there cheering. They didn't stop even after they reached the 100-point plateau. And that's something that um, a lot of WBCBL teams are going to want to look at, you know, seeing how the St. Louis Surge team operates. You know, they want to kind of be an imitator. And the Atlanta Monarchs are showing that right now, even, you know, them beating them in the uh, national – tournament you know back in charlotte but um a lot of uh a lot of the players and even kalia herself was saying about that national tournament that championship game it wasn't it, there was a lot of uh miscues given by the other uh, referees and, and that and that's granted you know it's going to happen and for them to have a one point loss again in season before and it did that it's just like it's almost strange that it happened again yeah and, and it's tough breaks you know real real, right. real real tough breaks but that just lets you know too that the, the, this league is really really good it's really good and even going into that tournament you know you had the team in Detroit the Detroit Dodgers in, in their in their in their inaugural season, and they were undefeated going into the tournament. Uh, they they got knocked out. They got knocked out, uh, I believe, by uh, Carolina. Uh, they, yeah, they got knocked out by Atlanta, and they got beat by Atlanta, ninety-seven seventy-five. So that that Detroit team was 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 pretty good, and, and you know, from a personal standpoint, I'm thinking. Wow, you know Detroit. If what would happen to Detroit and, and St. Louis would meet in the in the uh, finals, um, you know I got family in Detroit, so obviously that that would have been a matchup I personally would want to see Detroit in, yeah. in St. Louis. But but you know the league is good. Uh, you know the, the Dallas Diesel has has a very good team. You know so you have the Dallas team, you have Phoenix, you have Virginia. They were you know all they was in that lead eight. 
exactly. And we saw and we saw how it ended, ended up finishing out. So the league is getting better all around. Exactly. And uh, speaking of which, looking at the, uh, the 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 bracket from the tournament, um, you see that the Atlanta Atlanta Monarchs finished with just the one loss, and that was against the Surge. Uh, after a back, you know, back-to-back weeks where they were in Georgia and they participated uh, in Atlanta, and then they uh, here they are going into the national championship again. You know, with Taylor Manuel from uh, formerly of Incarnate Word and played for three uh, big programs uh, over in uh, NCAA Division One, playing with a team that's now a WBCBO champion. You know, and that's something that, uh, like I said, it's great for the league. Yeah, and it, it's going to lead to more growth. And the, you know, and, and you know, they're they're deep. They're a very deep team, and, and, they're, and they're coached well. But the Surge are are, are 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 a damn good coach team and a well-run organization. And I appreciate uh, the Surge. I, I appreciate you know Tony Condra for you know allowing us access and and it's it's really a lot of a lot of these coaches well not a lot of coaches only one coach in particular that, that may not want to allow that type of access or have their players you know kind of stand off offish but the surge have been accessible and kind and allowing us into their space and, and I really appreciate it because they really didn't have to do none of this stuff got a chance on um, the other day to uh, participate in their end of the season get together and talk with some of the players about the you know the season itself and uh, of course they were all disappointed you know that they didn't come back with the national title but they're hungry and they're they're going to continue uh, especially come 2019 ready for another action-packed year and trying to bring home that national title again well you know the stakes the stakes are higher they do a great job of scouting. I know the surge will will be better. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else they need to add. You know, they they got the pieces in place. They they just had some unfortunate breaks, but the future looks bright. Love Kelsey McClure. Uh, she plays with a lot of energy. She really improved, especially with her shot making. Uh, she's a left-handed player. She was able to finish with ease uh, with her offhand. She was knocking out face-up jump shots also towards the end of the season, something that she worked showing her in the game. We talked with Mariah King, and Mariah you know, was telling me that she's going to work on her offensive game a little bit more. And she wants to work on ball handling, which, you know, we, we saw what she was able to do in limited time. I think she won player of the game. I think in one of the games that we did, she almost had a double-double. And you think about a player like that improving her ball handling. She already can shoot the ball. She has soft touch. But a player like that improving her ball handling, that's going to make her even more dangerous. And Sharice Williams, too, if she adds a little bit more to what she has already defensively, she's going to be trouble to deal with. Especially, um, you know, we spoke about Brittany Carter briefly, and honestly, and got a chance to talk to her parents uh, while at the event. And I had to really tell her that, tell them was that honestly being the new addition you wouldn't you wouldn't expect the, the type of play that she had and honestly other than Rebecca she would have been my personal MVP because she brought not only offense you know light it up from three-point range you know 37 point effort that she had with eight threes 
in the ball game. She also added it with her defense, and that's something that we really did not see a lot coming from uh, players that could shoot from the outside. That's something that was by far phenomenal that you don't normally see on the surge team. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you something else. There wasn't that many breakdowns. The, the last two years we've been calling their games and, and get a chance to cover them. They would ha- they would just they would have these lapses on, on the floor. They would have like a two, three minute lapse and, and you're wondering like what team are we watching out here? But I, I just felt like this year I didn't see it and 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 Coach Condra didn't allow it to go for two or three possessions. No, he he, he he stopped it immediately. I thought from a coach's standpoint, he coached his ass off. And they just, you know, they, they came up short. I, you really can't you can't fault that. Sometimes it, it, it comes down to executing too. Yep, and you know, here we go again, one point loss in the national title game. You know, it happened last year, Fonbon, and it happened in Charlotte. But of course, getting ready for 2019, they're all going to get practice, or they're all going to go overseas, and they're going to play ball, so they're going to continue to play ball, so that means they're going to be stronger coming in next season, and I told a few of the players, I said, this is like a Netflix binge, and so <laughs> what I mean by that is, you get the Netflix show, you get, what, 10 to 13 shows, and then you have to wait a whole year for you to come back again for more Surge Basketball, and I want to personally give a shout-out to Jade Harrell for all the work that she did on this past season. Without her. Yeah. Uh, Shoe, Ed, my homeboy, Kevin Kev. Uh, who else are we leaving? Are we, uh, uh, I can't think of their names, but they, oh, they man, all the, the did crew, an excellent job, you know, through Facebook, through Rare Gym Productions, um, they did an amazing job making sure that the game came to life. And not only that, our um, our opposite uh, broadcast team, Randy Moman and Jada Hill, they did an excellent job on the television side. And, of course, you know, we handled the uh, – you did, you did a great job, brother. You did a great job. You know, I, don't, I, I don't say that. that. I don't say that. Uh, people don't hear, hear me say that enough on the air, but you did a, you did a great job. I, I love doing the games. I love working with Randy. Randy was great. Was great. But, you know, we, we have our own thing that we do. People, people here, we, we have a lot of fun doing the games. And Ashley Wright, we can't forget her because without her expertise, she gave a lot of great expertise. Yeah, and you know what? And she allowed us to to do some different things on the broadcast, allowed me to go on the floor and we were able to do the picture and picture. So she actually helped make give us a fuller broadcast because I was able to step away from the table and go to the TV side when I was needed. So I want to thank everybody for that. And next season just going to be bigger and better, and we can't wait to join with you. So hopefully we're going to get some more bigger crowds. Uh, hopefully that upper bowl will uh, start getting filled up as well. well. Well, you know, we had great equipment, so I wouldn't have heard nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so for Palmer Alexander III, this is A-Train Arlington Lane and Ashley Wright, who is uh, on assignment. We want to thank you so much for tuning in to this season recap. Hey, we'll see you in 2019 for St. Louis Surge Basketball with Red Gym Productions and The Real in the Zone Network. Surge Nation on everything. Hi, I'm Kendra Dean, the founder of VK Credit Repair. 
I've been in business for 15 years, and this is my purpose and my passion. Most of my clients are just regular people who think they cannot afford my services. I am here to really help educate you and give you knowledge. My motto is, if you know better, you will do better. You can find me on Instagram at unlimitedcredit850 or my phone number, 323-817-8403, where my motto is, you make the first move, I'll make the next move. I will help you level up and change your livelihood. Once again, you can find me on Instagram, unlimitedcredit850 or 323-817-8403. Do not be afraid of a free consultation.